0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including the email, will also be in the description. So today we have Sav Sylv joining us and we will be discussing a couple of topics, especially a big topic that's been happening in the gaming industry. Uh, Unfortunately, this has been happening. I'm glad that it's kind of out in the open and stuff is being done. Hopefully stuff is being done to rectify all of this, but we'll jump right in. We'll talk about games that we've been playing and stuff later on, but I think this is something that we should tackle immediately at the top of the show. So... but you can just say hi quickly (laughs) i know i kind of talked all over
1: (laughs) hi everyone happy to be here
0: so the first thing of course is the i think the state of california i don't know how this works exactly in the u.s but the state of california is suing activision blizzard for sexual harassment and discrimination against women in their company i think this was an ongoing investigation that has been going that was going on for a year or two or a couple of years actually like more than two years i think it was again ongoing investigation they were kind of getting all the information they could and now they're finally put that you know suit forward and everything like that so i mean first of all i can only i can't i can't imagine what it because it took two years or so to get to this point so i can't imagine what people were going through in those entire two years uh you know before this came out uh obviously in terms of what happened and the the various um allegations everything like that those are things that i feel like you anyone that wants to check this out can uh, definitely go online and just and read uh the entire thing get an idea of what was happening because yeah like it's just some very horrific stuff and it's it's unfortunate that as a, a game the gaming industry at least in my mind when i was growing up was always like the safe haven it felt like this magical world to work in and it's almost like working at disney obviously not like not like <laughs> disney's like any better or anything like that but like it just felt like this magical world where everyone is accepted, everyone is able to share their ideas, be creative, have a fun time. So it's unfortunate to see that we've gotten to a point where there's this weird culture that's coming out of these gaming industries, these gaming companies, and it's, it's just unfortunate that This is something that's come to a point where, you know, it, it, it doesn't change unless a suit or something like this comes forward. So, sasa so like, what are your thoughts on all this? I know you don't have too much information just based on what I kind of told you earlier on and also just kind of the article. But like, what are your thoughts and what do you think uh, can be done?
1: (laughs) I think it's really unfortunate everything that's been happening. Um, After everything that's come out, I feel like we, or at least I was very naive about what that culture was like. And I find it incredibly discouraging. Even for other women like myself, I'm not exactly in the gaming industry, but I would love to be. But after everything that's come out, I am really having second thoughts. I hope hope things change Mm -hmm. soon. But every time a suit like this comes out, we all expect it to change, and then it seems like it doesn't because another one comes out somewhere else. So there needs to be some sort of systemic change
0: yeah, is that and I, you said it perfectly because you and I, you and I both love the gaming industry, and it's like an industry we would love to work in, but I feel like every time we we want to or we we are hoping to kind of get in get into that industry, we look at all these stories right when it comes to this uh sexual discrimination, sexual harassment. Uh, in our in, in my case as well, when I was looking online, it was about like the crunch culture, about how it's like people are working like six days, seven days, they're like sleeping at the office, and like it just it's crazy how like the gaming industry, the whole industry has you you realize what's actually happening, like you know to create these magical worlds that we love, and we're like yeah. oh my god, it'd be so cool to like work on that. We realize what people go through to get that, and we're like you know what. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. buy these games. I, I just don't. And like, it's unfortunate. It shouldn't be like that. No. It, it should be. A, and like I'm not. I'm not gonna say that all development, all companies are like this. Like there's so many companies that have come forward with their employees also coming forward that no, their culture is really great. They've mm. their company has done a good job, and I'm glad that companies have taken that initiative of like no, we need to make sure that we're better. But like it, it, it it's unfortunate. that It is giving people second thoughts about getting into certain industry that they're not able to fully, you know, explore their creative creative mind and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I know. It's very hard. There's definitely companies that are doing an amazing job. It's just so, you know, like for us, we don't really know which ones those are. Like if we were to apply to a job ourselves. Um, But it's kind of sad that everybody's sort of being bunched into the same box right now because it's definitely not fair for some of them. Some are, I'm sure they're great working environments.
0: Yeah, and honestly, it's also an issue where we don't know like what we can do to help as consumers, right? The main thing I always kind of bring up is spread awareness. So like the fact that we know and we're talking about it, telling people about it is step one, right? Step two is a lot of people, what they go to is vote with their wallets, right? Because these companies are reliant on our money. So if we're not happy about something, you vote with your wallet by not buying their game, not falling into it. Unfortunately, that's just not how this works. Like it's very easy for us to say this but I've seen that time and time again where people are like, I'm not happy about this game. And then all of a sudden, the sales data comes out. It's like, oh, it, bought, it was bought by 10 million people. So I'm like, yeah. it's because, and it's uh, again, it's also not a lot of people's fault because a lot of this stuff doesn't come in the mainstream media to a point where everyone knows about it. Yeah. It's only people who are like hardcore gamers like ourselves, which is a very small fraction of the entire base that know about this. So we can vote with our wallets, but everyone else is, is oblivious to this. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like, that just does not work. So I think the main thing is, make your voice heard in terms of what is happening. Make sure that, you know, like take this back into your workplace or take this into your own organization. Make sure this is not happening there and speak up. I think that's the best way for us to spread this around, to make sure that everyone is aware that no, this is not acceptable. No, we're not going to take this anymore. And there's stuff that we can do that, you know, like will will help us at at least get some sort of I don't like redemption or something, you know? Like, yeah. it's just, I feel like there's just something that needs to be done. And I think this is like, because like the World of the Wars thing, I feel like is the ideal thing. Like, it's like the thing we say about Nintendo. Uh, We're like, oh, Nintendo, why are they like charging us so much money for <laughs> a game that's like 20 years old and it's, it just looks the same? Yeah. But when pe- people are upset, but people still buy it. And, and Nintendo's like, yeah, everyone buy it. It's like the same thing. When this happens, I'm like, Activision Blizzard. Like, if, if a lot of people, if you don't know, they're the people that make games like World of Warcraft. Call of Duty. Hmm. So they're making like some of the Diablo for example, they're making some of the biggest games that come out every year. Yeah. You know, Overwatch, all that stuff. So it's like, like, are you telling me that if I go on Twitch right now after this come out, I won't see people like hundreds of thousands of people playing Call of Duty or or Overwatch or whatever? No, they're still playing it. That's the problem, right? Like it's not like it's because a lot of them are oblivious to this or a lot of people don't know, or a lot of people just remove the art from the company or the organization. So they're like, you no, this art, this is separate. This is made by the people who we love and we want to support. And the organization, yeah, we're going to condemn them. So it's just like, it's hard to do that. So for me, that's why I just think the main thing you can do is take this with you, take this to your own organization, take this to your own company and say, this is not going to happen. This is not acceptable. What, what do you think, Sasso?
1: Yeah, definitely. That's definitely what everybody needs to do. I'm still a little bit hopeful. And I do think that there is um, some sort of bigger change happening here. Not just that yeah. the you know at that industry level but just overall the world seems to be more aware that this is happening a lot of people are standing up and not putting up with it basically which is what really needs to happen everybody needs to make a conscious decision
0: yeah i'm glad that's ha- already happened to the movie industry i don't know if it's ever happened to the music industry maybe it's like both of them are close and i don't know like yeah. i feel like the movie one was more but i'm glad that it's kind of going through different different industries over time yeah. and that, that thing, like think about it like We've only tackled a couple of industries so far. So there's a lot of places that still have not gone through this, which is, which is crazy to think, right? But like, hopefully we we get to a point where things are better for everyone and everyone feels like they belong and everyone feels like like they should. Like, I feel like you and I are both come from immigrant families. So, you know, like it's so like for us, like it was always so important to come to a place where, you know, you belong and you feel safe. And it's crazy to think that so many people, especially women in these industries, were even if they were not immigrants, you know they were like <laughs> from that place. They that they were going through that's just crazy crazy for us to think. But hopefully, this is the step in the right direction. I really do hope that the, the, all these people, uh, you know, get the help, get are able to finally move on from this. You know, are, are able to get whatever like sort of redemption from this in a sense. And the people that wronged, uh, like that did wrong, hopefully, you know, they also get what they deserve because this is unacceptable.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think overall everybody just wants to feel respected. That's the yeah. most important thing and appreciate it so yeah it's going that way at least
0: perfect i know i'm obviously it's like really hard to kind of pivot from exactly. uh, sort of like <laughs> yeah like we're gonna but like obviously i want to talk about uh the xbox series s because it was something i was actually talking to Satsil about this quite a bit because i really wanted to get an xbox series x because i was um on the pc i was playing a bunch of games on the game pass i was playing uh, yakuza i was playing Sea of thieves and stuff like that and like i was like you know what like i really enjoy playing my pc but like it's just you know i think you and i just the way like our our work and what we work in and everything like that we are we're just in front of a desk all day yeah. sitting in front of in front of like a chair and everything like that so it's like well, on a chair all day so for me it was just kind of like after a while i just don't want to do that like obviously i feel like a chair is obviously better for your back in a <laughs> yeah. way than a couch but when I want to like relax and play a game, I automatically associate the couch as that like little safe haven right now, you know, and that's kind of what I noticed was happening. And I was like, you know what, look, like, I, it's not that I'm not going to play games on my on my PC, but I, I want to get an Xbox so I can play these Game Pass games because in the end, I do, you technically, you do save money because all these games that I want to play on my PlayStation 5 are already available on Game Pass and I don't have to pay 90 plus dollars yeah. in Canada, especially for that. So then I was like, okay, you know what, I'll get the Series X. And then SAFSA was kind of like reminding me what <laughs> happened last time when I bought the PlayStation 4, uh, the PS4 Pro. Like I had a PS4 and I got a PS4 Pro, then I got PS4 Pro and then I got the Xbox One X, right? Because again, it was like what people kept saying, Xbox One X, the games look, this better, yeah. this everything looks amazing, all that stuff. And I bought it because I'm like, okay, I have a 4K TV, I want to get this, right? Because this is where apparently everything looks great. I got it. And I would almost have to force myself to buy games on the Xbox because you can, I would play games on the Game Pass, which is great, but like I would force myself to buy stuff on it almost to justify the thing because I would not see the difference. I would not see the difference between the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. And at that time, Xbox unfortunately did not have a lot of exclusives. So I was just like forcing myself and like, you kind of reminded me that, you know what, like, why are you, like, why are you getting a Series (laughs) X? Because... You'll do the same thing. You'll buy it. You'll play the Game Pass games, like one or two games here and there, all that stuff. But then you'll kind of go back to, like, okay, like, what do I, like, there's a game coming out that I will get my PS5 and it looks the same on the PS5. Yeah. But I have to force myself to get it on the Series X so I can justify that price or what I bought. So we kind of got to the point where, like, you know what? Series S, not as strong, but all the games still look good, run really well, run at 60 frames per second. Like, it's like I play on the couch and everything like that. So the is far away. So it's not like I'm going to notice it. Yeah. So I got the Xbox Series S. I got it from Best Buy. That's like the console is very easy to find right now. Well, actually, it is sold out now, but it does come out. It it <laughs> Frequently, does. Come, yeah, yeah, the batches do come out a lot quicker than the, the Series X. So I got it from Best Buy. Um, I initially ordered it, so it was on back order. So like it is still like pretty high in demand. Um, I and then luckily I saw like a thing which says pick up uh, in store. Like it popped up the next day. So I canceled my online order. I clicked the pick up in store thing. I went to go pick it up on best buy i got it brought it back plugged it in everything like that i'm like okay i'm gonna set it up but let me just turn it on and stuff like that
1: yeah. <laughs> immediately
0: there was like a weird noise coming from the fan yeah like, i knew for i'm like the fan's broken like it was yeah. like not even the fan maybe or something like loose and it was just hitting the fan as it was spinning yeah it was such a loud noise and i was like initially i'm like let me go online and see maybe this is part of the series s maybe the, maybe it's like loud you know kind of the playstation sometimes maybe it's loud and it goes down and everywhere it says Xbox Series S whisper quiet like what the <laughs> quietest console ever I'm like okay this is not mine something's wrong with mine so I repackaged everything went back to Best Buy told them my console broken luckily everything was great like they, they didn't they had no issue or anything like that it wasn't like they were yeah, like struggling to take it back the main thing we were worried that they were worried was that this was the last one that they had in store Oh. so they were like we need to check otherwise i'll refund you the money and then i'll have to do the back order thing and wait yeah. right so they checked and luckily they were like okay we have a couple more so they quickly brought me a new one again the new one had this new warranty everything like that brought it back with me plugged it in awesome like perfect you know like everything was working fine first of all extremely fast it's crazy yeah. how quick it is i mean i have a ps5 as well but really fast G- got all my games on game pass the first thing i noticed was everything transferred all my pc settings and saves everything went onto my game pass on my xbox so when i was playing yakuza i played for like around eight or nine hours on my pc i started up on my series s it started exactly where i left (laughs) off and i was like okay first of all that's pretty sick that's pretty cool i don't have to worry about anything same thing with sea of thieves everything like that and
1: the settings too right yeah
0: even the settings exactly like the sound settings everything like that was set right away so i was like okay perfect i will say the one thing i did notice was i have a 4k tv so i did notice that the resolution is a little bit noticeable by time it you can the game runs well and the game looks good it's not like the game looks bad but you can tell it's like a 1080p image or whatever image it is and you just kind of like on your iphone you can just kind of zoom in a little bit mm-hmm. you zoomed in and you just stretched it out to the edges yeah so it's like it still looks good but it's like okay yeah you can kind of tell that and i think you will be able to tell that if you're you if you have a 4k tv mm-hmm. and like if you're like me right like Someone like myself who has a PS5 yeah. who watches 4K videos and stuff like that and all that stuff, you know? So for me, I, I like, that's kind of how I went into it. But in most cases, I don't think you'll notice it.
1: I would not notice it. Yeah. To me, it looked great. And yeah. if you show me the the X series or the PS5, it will all look the same to yeah,
0: me. Exactly. And th- I think that's the perfect thing, right? This is why this console is so great is because it is cheap. It was $380 in Canada uh, before tax. And, like, it's, like, you get Game Pass, everything like that. It is so tiny. It is crazy how tiny it is. And, like, I'm almost, like, obviously, I'll get to a point where, like, why I want I still want to get a Series X. (laughs) But, like, it's so tiny. All the games weren't really great. Any game that you would think would run at 60 frames per second will run at 60 frames per second. I think that was a worry that even I had that I'm, like, okay, the GPU is 4 teraflops versus 12 teraflops Mm. in Xbox. Although, like, there's a lot of, like, science out there that says that you should not measure gpu power and like and console power based on teraflop but yeah. overall the series x is stronger and even if it's not the three times stronger it is stronger than the series s the main problem that i noticed was the storage is because yeah. this is going to be my mainly my game pass machine of like i'm going to download games and there's no disk drive anything like that's all download you have to download games only um which i didn't mind because again most of my games that i do buy will be on my ps5 and the storage i was like okay look it's uh, 512 gigabytes, but in actuality, you have like 370 gigabytes, which is fine. But I'm like, okay, I'm just going to add like storage to it. I'm just going to buy like the Xbox proprietary one. And that thing costs $300 in Canada, <laughs> right? So that's basically the same as the, as the console. Yeah, we so I'm more. Like, and I'm like, wait, so if I buy the Xbox Series X, that'll be cheaper than me buying this uh hard drive, you yeah. know, overall, like with the console and the hard drive. And I'm like, that's kind of what I got to. And I'm like, okay, so this is... Where I just don't... I don't see what Microsoft was trying to do. Yeah. If Microsoft put this console for whatever the... Uh, well, 379 Canadian dollars or 299 USD and said, okay, three, it's 299 USD, but it has one terabyte of hard drive. Same as Series X. It would have been perfect. Yeah. But I'm like, you this is a fully digital console and you took out the space. Like PS5 did a good job. PS5 has a disc version and a digital version. Both of them are exactly the same power-wise. Only difference is the digital one has no disc, yeah. no disc drive. And it has the same space, so I'm like, why did like I get that they want to cut down the price? But you're telling me that you couldn't like if you're dropping the price and the price difference is like two hundred and something dollars here, right? So like the price difference is like a big amount, but you're telling me you couldn't just like add like a bit more like space, even make it like seven, I don't know, make it like a weird amount, seven fifty gigabytes. The PS5 is not one terabyte. The PS5 is eight hundred twenty five gigabytes. Yeah, that's what the PS5 space is. So I'm like, you could have done that same thing here. And that was a thing that's, like, slowly, like, kind of pushing me towards that, like, Series X. Because I'm, like, this is going to be my Game Pass thing where I want to be able to download a bunch of Game Pass games. And, like, I've no, like, Series S is really great. Like we said, we, we played games on it. You've seen uh, Sea of Thieves that you and I have both played on the Xbox One X and on my PC. And I, when we saw it, we're, like, wow, this looks like how I played on my PC. Yeah. Like, I was, we were surprised. We are like, we are surprised how good this looks. So like the games look great. Like I said, the resolution thing. Don't worry about it unless you're a crazy person like me who watches <laughs> Digital Foundry videos and like they zoom in like eighteen times. They're like, you see this pixel? This I know. pixel? <laughs> there's two of these in the extra season, but there's only <laughs> one in <laughs> season. And I'm like, oh my god, I need to buy the new one. So like, if you're like me, then obviously like you might notice it. But in most cases, in ninety nine percent cases, you will not notice the difference. It's only the issue is when it comes to the space, and that is honestly, I think the one thing that you should consider is if you are better a better gamer i guess uh, something that i wish to be is where you play one game at a time finish it and delete the game you're set if you're like <laughs> me who <laughs> like who will like play a game put 20 30 hours into it then start playing or something else and go back to that one like if you keep switching back and forth between stuff then this console might that that story thing might cause issues so i know like i haven't given aservo a chance to speak but i do want to bring bring you in because we, you want to kind of discuss about console because switch has been like your first proper console that you really enjoy yeah so how does the series s or even steam deck actually we should talk about steam deck too mm-hmm. but how does the series s compare to the ps5 series x or the steam deck like what would you what would you say you would lean towards
1: i mean well i'm not as big a gamer as you and i'm trying to settle in and work and other things in life so i'm trying really hard to not get a console right now but after seeing your Series S, I really want it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks really nice. I mean, I know not everybody cares about this, but some people do because usually the console ends up being your living room. It's yeah. the center of your house. So it has to look nice. Yeah. And it looks really nice. It looks really cute. It's white and sleek and yeah. it would good it will look good in anybody's living room. Um you know, so there's no problem that part because the PS5 is massive. It's huge. <laughs> it's so big and it doesn't look nice. So at least yeah. this is very nice and sleek and it looks good. Um, so I would really like to get it. And like I told you, I don't notice any differences. Um, and I can play so many games like Sea of Thieves. That's the one that I would really want to play right now. Yeah. And yeah, plus, I don't know, compared to the Switch, the Switch is great, but you know, the the type of games that you can play there are very very different. I think you always need to have the Switch and something else. Whether it's the PC, Xbox, or the PS5, like one of those three, to at least have a more complete um, gaming setup. I was considering getting the... What's it called? Steam Deck. The, the, Steam the, Deck? the Valve
0: Steam Deck. As so, soon
1: as you told me about it. So
0: the Valve Steam Deck, by the way, is I think we I've discussed in a previous podcast is basically Valve's version of a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I mean that's that's what it is. Yeah. It's Valve's version of different Nintendo Switch? Valve, the makers of Steam and Half Life and all those games, and basically the idea is it's like a mini. It's like a PC essentially the, in a in a Switch form yeah. that you can actually hook up to a monitor and use as a Linux based PC as well. Mm-hmm. So sorry, continue.
1: <laughs> I was considering getting that one, but honestly between the two i think i would go for the xbox because i would not take it on the go i'll take my yeah. switch on the go i'm not gonna take that on the go i would get it because i don't want it to take up too much space and mm-hmm. i don't have a lot of space to begin with so it's sounded great that i could just hook it up and use it as a as a mini pc and then yeah. be able to play games on it as well but if i had to pick i would go for the xbox
0: yeah and i agree like i i think like you you kind of said it perfectly for me the series s is a perfect complement to my ps5 I think that's yeah. kind of how I looked at it. Like, as a PS Five owner, you are missing out by not getting the Series S because, like, I, like because a lot of PS Five owners, like, as from what I've seen online and, and also the comments and stuff that I get when I talk about <laughs> say anything about bad about Sony or PlayStation, is that you're obviously very loyal to the PlayStation yeah, ecosystem, no, like, right? You
1: can't have the other one.
0: <laughs> exactly, but like for me, like I like I'm like yeah, like PS Five will always be. That's what I know is the PS Four because that's just where my my friends are. So yeah. PS5 will always be my main console and that's kind of where I'll play. And games look basically the same on, on Series X. Again, like I said, it'll be like one or two pixels here and there, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? So for me, that will always be my main console. So my the Series X, like I just do not see that being used as much as a PS5. So it's just $200 $300 extra that is being wasted. So that's kind of where I'm like, that $300 you can, you know, give to charity, use it for other things in your life, yeah. save. So that's why I think Series S is perfect if you're like, you know what? Like I love my PS5. But I want to play Halo when it comes out. I want to play the new Forza game. I want to play Psychonauts two. I want to play Twelve Minutes, the game that we that we're really interested in, the one with James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, William Mm -hmm. Defoe. You know, I want to play Fable when the new Fable comes out. Like, if you are like, you know what? Like, I am interested in Xbox and Game Pass. That's why I got this. I'm not planning to really buy games on my Series S. It's mainly for me to pay that multi subscription, yeah, and just play these games that come out, all the EA games, all that stuff. So, like, as a PS5 owner, for other PS5 owners that are out there if you are, like, completely against, like, getting a new console, Mm -hmm. like, especially Series X, because you're like, no, I have a PS5, Series S is, like, the perfect thing. And I feel like I I questioned a lot of the thing. I'm like, why didn't Microsoft just make the same thing like PS5, where it's as strong as the PS5, as as strong as their Xbox Series X, but just without the optical drive, so they can just make it $100 cheaper and just be like, here you go. It's the same thing, but just cheaper. I, I was like, why didn't they do that? And now I can see what they try to do because they're like trying to take two different markets they're like here this is for the hardcore gamers that want 4k everything like that and this is for the gamers that do not give a shit like i'm not not, it sounds weird to say it but like honestly it's like it's like you you know people who do not care about oh every pixel needs to be perfect they just want to make sure the game first of all looks good and it does look good they want to make sure the game runs well with the 60 frames per second and it does run at 60 frames per second yeah and like it's just like and these are the people that have a nintendo switch maybe have a ps5 maybe have a gaming pc and they're like yeah what if i get like this tiny thing that fits anywhere so i don't need to see it and i can just play my game pass games on my tv and like it's such a smart idea that i started respecting microsoft more and more for and like hearing you talk about it hearing my sister talk about it as well both of you who are switch owners say yeah you know the switch that's not bad like (laughs) i'm gonna get this
1: (laughs) i think it's great the only thing and everything about power i think that's okay too it's just the storage like you were yeah. saying that's just a little bit of annoying if they could at least offer um the additional storage like half the size so it would be cheaper yeah that would also be a good alternative
0: or even like just say fifty two gigabyte like even like give, yeah. give me that much and I, if that one's like break really cheap but like yeah like the one terabyte thing right now is a little too much
1: yeah no that's too much
0: i want to quickly jump into another topic that <laughs> i wanted to talk about is Whether or not we feel that this year in gaming has been underwhelming. I don't know why, but like previous years, there's always been events, right? Last was part two. Ghost of Tsushima. um, Both towards the end of the year. End of the year, technically, the consoles came out, right? We had all this stuff. Earlier that last year, Animal Crossing. Like, there were games that just took over people's mindshare. This year has been interesting, has been fun. We got Returnal, which I just got and you and I enjoyed, but it's not like, oh my God, Returnal is the best thing ever. I love Ratchet and & Clank and I still haven't finished it. But like, let's be honest, again, same thing with Ratchet & Clank. It's like, I'm my favorite game of the year so far. It's, you know, it still hasn't done yeah. anything. You and I really like It Takes Two.
1: Yeah. I play Monster that Hunter Rise. That's the best game ever. Right? It's like, honestly it, an amazing game.
0: Monster Hunter Rise is really great. Hitman 3 was really great. I love Hitman 3. I've almost platinum that game. And we've been playing small, small games like Chicory. Like mm. uh, like this game, Death that I'm going to start playing soon, hopefully. Right. Like, And we have games coming out like later this year. But I'm just looking at July last year, that by this time, we had gotten Ghost Tsushima. We had gotten Lasso's Part 2. We had gotten Alamo Crossing. And it was just these three; those three games really, really, like, just took over the world. Yeah. Especially Lasso's Part 2 and, and Alma Crossing. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know why. Like, I'm not saying that, like, this is normal. It happened. There's, like, highs and lows. But, like, for me, whatever reason... There hasn't been that one game that has just taken everyone's mind by storm and we we still have like the, the rest of the year to go through like there's still like lots of games coming out like in your mind like what do you feel like do you feel this year has been underwhelming or do you feel that there's just been like a lots of mini gems just coming out? but it, obviously collectively it kind of adds to a very good year. <laughs>
1: Um, no, I think comparatively to other years, it has been a bit underwhelming. You also have to factor in everything that was going on. Mm -hmm. It does affect everything. I mean, if you ask me what game took over, I'm going to say Among Us. (laughs) Because that kind of did, you know? Was that this
0: year or was that last year? I
1: don't even know. But that's just what I remember. If I think about the past year, that's the game that I think took over that everybody was talking about. Yeah. You know, in the same uh, way. Fall Guys as well. Yeah, in the same way that they were talking about um, Animal Crossing and, and so on, right? Yeah. And again, that was because of the pandemic and because of everything that happened. So I think we're just going to have to wait until next year to kind of... You know, have the, the type of year that we're used to.
0: Yeah. I don't, I'm. I think... I feel like I should also preface it by saying that we do have Horizon Forbidden West schedule for this year. Yeah. No released it. Halo Infinite is supposed to come out this year. The new Forza game. Obviously, I gave us a second notch 2 and stuff like that I already mentioned. From Nintendo, there's Metroid Dread, which is supposed to be, like, this, like, a, a, all the Nintendo fans, like, love Metroid, and, mm-hmm. like, I, I know you and I want to try and get into this, so we'll, we'll try to see what we can do to kind of catch up. We have, like, Super Mario Party, like, the new one. We have yeah. WarioWare, like, a new WarioWare. Um, I think there's, like, an RPG game, Shin Megami Tensei V, coming out on Nintendo. But, like, like I said, like, as I'm saying it, like, my voice isn't lifting, as I say any <laughs> of the horizon I'm excited about. But like I like uh, the first Horizon. It took me like four years to play that game. Like three years. Like I played the last year. I had I bought it day one, but I didn't play it until last year. <laughs> like that just tells you like I'm interested in that game, but I'm not like super excited. I was hoping that Breath of the Wild was coming out this year, the new one. Yeah. Because that would have taken over the world. But like like I I totally get that. Like the problem what I'm seeing now is that so many of these amazing games that we were we were hoping to see are getting pushed to 2022, and now I'm like. Okay, like, 2022 will be overcrowded with games like God of War, Breath of the Wild 2, any new Nintendo thing that we don't know about, Luigi's Mansion 4, I don't know. Yeah. Like, even on terms of other games by Sony and Microsoft, because all, there were so many games that people thought would come out this year, and they got pushed to next year. So, for me, it's just kind of like, like, it, like it's, it, we're getting like a, a lull in between but, like, I'm also I'm also not a big fan of years where it's, like, extremely overwhelming amount of stuff, which is great, like, as a consumer. But at the same time, I'm, like, there's so many amazing games that come out and they just get left behind.
1: Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, it's, like,
0: and then that's, that's what happened with Horizon the first time. Because it yeah. came out, like, a couple of days before Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And people, like, love Horizon. But everyone's like, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like, but no, Horizon's pretty good, too, yeah, you
1: know? Yeah. That
0: so, that's, why, that's kind of what I think. I'm, like, I wish, like, stuff was spread out a bit more. This year, games were, like, spread out, sort of throughout the year but now we're gonna it's gonna be super crowded from now until end of the year yeah. and i'm like like i get it i understand game development the way it works but sometimes i'm just like like why why is it like never scheduled in a way that we can like obviously they do it according to holidays holidays coming people want to buy yeah. presents but i just like feel like yeah like I'm, I'm excited for next year but it's just gonna be like i'm gonna be like oh my man like god of war is gonna be amazing whatever breath of the wild suits probably gonna be amazing but there'll be like the new Luigi's Mansion event comes out next year, and we love I love the third one that, that I played on Switch. It was and, really fun, right? And then man. the fourth one will come out, and no one will talk about it. And I'm like, no, but Luigi's Mansion like it's just like because there's so many games, right? So I I I'm interested to see what happens, but at this moment, this year, like I I I feel overwhelmed, yeah. And let's see, maybe we'll we'll check back on this in like a couple of months. Who knows?
1: That's true. It's not it's not over yet.
0: Yeah, and who knows like what will happen? Um, we'll quickly talk about the games that we have been playing i think the one that we just finished is (laughs) chicory which is great like the story was good it's not like i don't think the story was like anything amazing it was not like some amazing twist it wasn't like oh my god like how did that whatever (laughs) it was just a very like coming to life coming to age story yeah and i think more than that it was just the game and the music and the atmosphere that was cool so you you want to like describe the game in terms of what it is what you have to do, I
1: guess. Sure. I mean, I love the game because basically it's all black and white and mm. you paint It becomes everything. black and
0: white. That's, it.
1: I mean, okay. It, it's yeah. colored for the first five minutes and then yeah. it becomes black and white for the rest of the game. And as you advance in the game, you yourself paint it, whatever color you want. So it's very, it's a very relaxing game. You're just yeah. passing the time. You're, you're doing what you need to do while at the same time, if you want to, you know, take the time to decorate and paint things however you want. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, I, I think the main thing that I really liked about it was their take on puzzles it was about, yeah, it's about, creative. right. Like it's very creative. Like it's one of the most creative puzzle, like puzzle based game that I've seen in a very long time that even I was like really surprised that they took this approach and they were able to kind of make something innovative. Like when you're playing, you feel like you've known, you know, everything about the game and they'll find like a new way to put a new type of puzzle in there. You're like, Oh wow, yeah. that's like really cool. And I do think like this is, it, it's definitely worthwhile um, like, I know the game's been getting really, really good reviews. I don't, I, like, some, some people obviously are saying it's Game of the Year for them and everything like that. I can totally see that. In my opinion, it's definitely, like, a, a good game. Yeah. But, like, don't, don't fall for that. That's kind of the trap that I fell for, was that people were saying, oh, it's a Game of the Year. I'm like, I'm like, no, it's really good. But, like, it's not, like, Game of the Year. I would, if the story, like, blew me away. Along with the gameplay, I'll be like, yeah, this is the game of the year.
1: I think it's also because you had heard that already. Yeah. If you listen that it's game of the year and you go into it with that mindset, you're going to be let down. You're going to expect something mind-blowing, you know? But if you had played that not knowing anything, maybe you would have felt the same way.
0: I know. This is, I guess, like the issue with like gaming media and gaming industry, right? It's because people will tell you that. Because that's how they felt when they first played the game that no one knew about. And then when you go in knowing (laughs) that, that's the thing with reviews, right? That's like, I always try to avoid reviews, especially with games that I know I'm going to love. Like Ratchet and Clank, Last of Us. I'm like, nope, I'm just buying this game. I don't care what the reviews are. Yeah. I'm just going to play this game, right? So I think like, that's why it's like so important. But like for these games, I would would never have checked out Chicory. When I saw like the, the, the image or whatever, I'm like, What the hell is this game? Mm -hmm. Like I have no idea. That's door, for example, the one that we were talking about. Yeah. Like it got amazing reviews and that's why I checked it out. Yeah. That's why I looked at the trailer and like the trailer immediately sucked us in. We're like, oh my god, right? The trailer, the music, I'm like, oh my god, I wanna be this girl, this (laughs) is amazing. But like I like I don't know. Like I I still think chicory is worth worth your time. I think people should check it out. And, like, you'll probably enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it's one of those games where you can just take your time playing, too, right? You yeah. don't need to rush through it like we did.
0: I know, yeah, we did. You can we just did.
1: play it in the background. Because we
0: want, we really wanted to play Fogs, which is another game we'll, we'll probably talk about at some point. But, like, <laughs> we are we are enjoying that game. It's, like, the little sausage dogs, like, attached to each other. It's pretty cool. But, like, the other game that I have been playing quite a bit of is Yakuza. Yakuza, like a dragon. I love this game. Like, every time I play... This is, like, the first Yakuza I've been actually sucked into. And it's, it's really good because the story is amazing. The story is yeah. really, really good. Just the there's a lot of cutscenes. I will say there's so many times when I'm like having control in my hand and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to do something, and the cutscene goes on for like thirty minutes.
1: It's so long. Right, and yeah. I'm like,
0: okay, can I just play the game? Like, I I get it. I I like, but apparently I have read that it's like that up to a certain chapter, okay. and then it becomes okay, which is fine. But like, yeah, like I do wish there was like a, a little warning behind beforehand that hey, by the way, there's some long cutscenes. Like, <laughs> if you feel like you're about to play, just put the controller down, like you yeah. know, at least so I can like relax for a bit. But, like, I'm really liking this game. This will be, like, my first Yakuza that I actually finish. I'm pretty sure. I'm, like, 10 hours or more into the game. And usually, that's, like, my point. Like, usually if I get 10 hours in, I can, I'm at a point where either I'm continuing to play the game or I'm, like, you know what? It's good. Let me go play something else first. And I'll come back. And, <laughs> and usually, you never come back. <laughs> exactly. I'll come back. Otherwise, and, or if I reach it, I, if I reach, like, the 15-hour mark, I'm committed. I've noticed this yeah. about me. With Destiny, stuff like that, I'm after I'm at 15 hours or whatever, I'll keep playing. So i'm really liking yakuza definitely give it a shot it's on game pass that's one of the reasons i got my xbox um the other thing of course is for the horizon 4 this is just like my relaxing game Mm -hmm. because sometimes if i'm like relax, like if i'm taking a break if i'm if i just want to like zone out for a second i was going for the horizon Four, just drive for a bit Uh, with with my surround sound setup the music and everything because you just bump up the music in like the car it's really nice music and you're just driving it's like feels really nice It's such a great game. Very relaxing. I feel like I can just put on a podcast and just, like, play Forza for a (laughs) while. So, like, I'm really excited for the new one. Uh, Any other games that you've been playing on your side?
1: No, I feel none, like, none that I can think of right now.
0: Yeah, I feel like you haven't really touched your Nintendo Switch. But like, no. I, I, there's nothing... Nintendo needs to come up, come up with some new stuff hopefully soon. <laughs> I think we're, everyone's waiting for new Nintendo stuff. I think it's like, give it a month. In a month, we'll start getting stuff. Yeah. But August is supposed to be pretty cool. 12 Minutes is coming out in August. I'm Second really excited two, for that one. Right? Like, I'm so... Yeah, again, we have it on Xbox Series. Yeah. That's Game Pass, so... Again, I'm, I feel like now this turned to a Game Pass channel. But yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for joining. It really means a lot. I know this episode is a little late, but I will be continuing with my weekly cadence for the episodes. This week just got a, a little away from me, and I'm glad that we still got a chance to quickly do this. Thanks so much, Absol, for joining. We'll do another one. We'll catch up with you and kind of talk about some other games that we've been playing. <laughs>
1: thank you.
0: Thank you so much, everyone. Please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. And I will see everyone next time. Bye. Bye.